Good evening. I'm Sister Joseph Marie Flynn, a school sister of Notre Dame. And in the year 2000, I was the adult and family minister at St. Mary's in Hales Corners. When a black couple came into our very white parish and they wanted to have their baby baptized and the man in the, in the um, marriage wanted to become Catholic. Well, I was in charge of adult and family ministry, so it was my job, and I sat down with them and I said, well, tell me a little of your story. Regina's husband could not speak English, so she spoke. And she said, Sister, we were both tortured in Africa. Well, it's not often that you sit across the table from somebody who's been tortured. And she said, we're from the Democratic Republic of Congo. And all I know about Africa is it's a whole bunch of countries. I don't know where the Democratic Republic of Congo is. I had to run to the library after this interview just to find out where she was from. But that started a journey because years later, she came to the United States on, for, um, as a refugee and came with a, a false passport, introduced herself, and was brought in to America and had to go through the whole system of fighting for her life. And she was denied asylum. This is the struggle, okay? Some can go to, to a refugee camp and where they get the refugee status. They go through all kinds of stuff before they are, ever come into this country. Regina just came because she was so afraid. And years later, she was picked up by immigration and promised to be deported. And some of you remember that story because it was all over the news in Milwaukee. And I thank God for all the support she got at that time. I ended up writing her book, Rescuing Regina, which I brought along in case anybody wants to read it. It's a wonderful book. Now it's out in paperback. This story changed my life and I think you'll appreciate hearing from Regina herself. Regina Bacala. Good evening. Um, like Sister Joseph said, my name is Regina Bacala. I'm from Democratic Republic of the Congo. The Congo is the second largest country in Africa. I have a degree in history. I was a history teacher. I'm often a dad and mom. My mom died, I was nine years and a half. And my dad died, I was 12, 12 years old. So I had a chance to be raised by my uncle. And then I finished my school and become a um, history teacher. And then I made a decision to go back to my hometown, the city that I was born, to be high school history teacher. So that time, we had Mobutu, a dictator president. It was just one political party. So after that, they changed that there was, they wanted democracy in the Congo. So my city that I was born, people didn't know what democracy mean. So I made a decision to teach them what democracy means. 
special for women. So I was doing every Sunday, Saturday, on my time off. We were going to the soccer field, and a bunch of women would come someday 10, someday 20, 50. So one day, I was talking with a bunch of 50 women. And then the Mobutu soldier came. They started to beat women, started to beat her, and then they came, they arrested me. And they put me in the back of the truck. And they raped me. And they put me in jail. And just, you know, in Africa, when they rape the women, so just know that you become nothing. Nobody gonna trust you. Because when they rape you, everybody gonna say, it was your fault. It was the woman's fault. And after three months, I got released because of the Amnesty International, and I got released in jail. But I didn't stop to help women, to explain women what democracy means. One year after that, I had to go to the Kinshasa. Kinshasa is the capital of the Congo. On my way to go in Kinshasa, I got arrested again for the second time and raped again with three soldiers. At that time, my cousin decided, said, Regina, you have to leave this country. Your life is in danger. And I said, yes, it's time for me to leave the country. It's hard to leave your family and to go to the place you don't know anybody, you don't know where you go. And I start to pray and I say, I want to go so far away that people cannot think about me anymore. Because I was raped. So for me, I have just to go. And I made that decision. And we pray and we said, I think I have to go to the United States of America. And one of the pastors was there said, Regina, that's the place God wants you to be. Go. And in Africa, you have two Congo. It's Democratic Republic of Congo and Republic of Congo. So it was not easy for me to go get the plan to my country, Democratic Republic of Congo. So I have to go to another Congo. We use the first passport and come in the United States. And at that time, too, I didn't know that United Nations have a camp. And even I didn't have a time to go to the camp because I have to save my life. And I used the first passport to come in the United States. I came by New York. The New York, I came to North Carolina. And the first thing I did was to seek asylum. And it's not easy to seek asylum here. It's not easy. I found a lawyer and they reject my asylum. The judge gave me just one month to appear. So I had to find another lawyer. And no money. I found another lawyer. And she did appear for me. And then we move. When I have my first, my first child, we moved to North Carolina. We came here in Milwaukee. So the first thing I did immigration, I changed my address. I did everything legal. And we will live in Milwaukee. So my second lawyer, but she did appear, and then 
she changed the office and she didn't mention the new address to the immigration. So my appeal got rejected and I didn't know my appeal was rejected and I was arrested and they sent me to jail in Kenosha. They arrested me in front of my kids and with pajamas. And it was a winter time and no coats and with a flipper and no underwear. They didn't let me to change the clothes. And I was in jail for 84 years, 84 months, I'm sorry, 84 months. And it was thank you for Sister Joseph and the role and all my St. Mary community and all other people from Iraqi. And I got released in jail. And in 2014, I made the decision to go back to school. I went back to school. In 2015, I became American citizen. And in 2016, I finished my school, and now I have my degree, associate degree, and a medical assistant. And if you just want to know about my life, Sister Joseph wrote the book, so everything is on the book. Again, thank you very much, and God bless the United States of America.